82, Stink This Podcast, George, yep. Ryan, yep. Greg, back in the building. Got Headphones special guests. still don't work. Special guest, second appearance on the Sneak This Podcast. We got uh, Tony D. What's going on, y'all, man? Oh. Tony Digital bringing back another 4K visual. Back at it like a motherfucking crack at it. You already know what it is. What's well, good? You, you've been uh, you've been seeming a little different lately on social media and uh, videos and stuff. I mean, I I wouldn't say so much different. I mean, I just been looking at things differently, but I feel like I'm still myself at the end of the day. But uh, I mean, that's what we're here to talk about. Well, talk I wanted about to hear it. you guys' side of the story. Well, you and know. also speak from speak from my own, my own, and I'm pretty sure what other people, other people that do YouTube, what they would you know agree upon. Right, and you know, uh, we obviously give our opinions on a lot of things that YouTubers and just stuff that goes on in the sneaker community in general. And you've been one of the people who've uh, been on our show early on. You know, we interviewed you at Phoenix SneakerCon, and uh, you know, I'll admit there are a couple things you've done that we've definitely given you a hard time about. Is that an avalanche? Oh, it's me. I'm putting ice in here. My bad. Go ahead. I thought, I thought something happened. Uh, so there's a lot of things. You know, we've obviously given YouTubers, shoe tubers, YouTubers, whatever, a hard time about and our perspective on certain situations we don't agree with. And we appreciate you actually hitting us up, wanting to come on and talk about it. That's all we look for is conversation. The only thing that we do have is our opinion. So that's the thing that we try to base everything off of. So real quick, you know, watch your video that you put up today. Your straight talk, right? <laughs> straight talk, and I'll admit, I actually kind of appreciated what you put up. It was straight to the point. It was basic. It wasn't anything. Uh, it kind of showed a different Tony D. That's how I'll put it. You said that you're the same person, just looking at things differently right now. Uh, so let's talk about just content in general. Okay. Um, um, well, yeah. My main thing is that um, I would like to ask is like, what when we met in Phoenix has been different from now. Uh, That's my main thing because I mean I feel like when we met in Phoenix there wasn't much any type of questions or problems. Like I, when when I when I came on and did the, did the show in Phoenix and left, I got hit up by people like Yo, why'd you go on there? They talk shit. So I never I never even like I was never asked under that. Then why now? So hold, on, hold, hold, so hold on, Greg, before you say something. I think the main issue is with people in general, their opinion is not obviously, you know, the opinion is just an opinion. It's not the it's not the accurate truth. Like we didn't create the show to sneak this to come out here dissing people. We just talk about what we see and give our honest opinion on what's going on. So it's never been like we're gonna come here on purpose to diss somebody or like talk crazy about them or whatever. It's just literally an opinion of what's going on socially or pop culture or whatever in sneaker culture. So, I mean, we're not here specifically to clown people, diss people, whatever the case may be. And there was a situation the other day with someone was trying to tell us like literally what our show name meant. Like, no, we made the show name up. Right. People not going to be telling us what we made the show name up for. It's a play on words using the word sneak as sneakers not out here to be hating you know what i'm saying i mean i understand that i understand i understand that i mean right now all i was saying i just wanted to say that this to be simple was when we went to arizona the right. questions the questions that will probably be asked today are spoken on was never asked back then so have you guys is have you guys changed your thought of what how it was back then to now or was you guys thinking the same thing then i just that was my main thing no, no, no. I, it, so back then, gosh, how early was that? That was like last year. October? No, no, March. It was March or April. March, March 18th. Of last year. 
of this we, of this year this year of this, this year, year. Okay. this year so we had only been going on four for months? about four months when we had a discussion with you so anybody who told you a lot of junk that we've said about you or something prior to us speaking to you that's 100 percent false i now, don't uh, I mean, well no 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 well i never heard nothing this that this is the thing said this is the thing there was nothing pinpointed i've heard a couple things like in recent you know my name yeah. But when yeah, you recently. just speak of a broad term like sneaker YouTubers, it, it just associates everybody. I just say all these sneaker podcasts are fucking fake. You guys are getting tangled into that. So you could feel like you can take it as it is. And that's why me, myself, like even with the, you know, with uh, with Ryan, like the post, you know, we, I spoke on that because it gets we get associated under one label. Everybody's involved at that point. And that's true. What? I mean, it's it's just kind of. How it is with when you talk about one subject, everyone gets generalized in the entire thing. Now, prior to us talking about you, we did do an episode, I believe, about I don't know if False Idols was before we talked to Tony. And we talked about specific people, not including I don't think that included you back no, then. No, I didn't. It was only the it was only like the younger kids, yeah, I think. I saw, I saw I saw the thumbnail. I just saw the thumbnail. I didn't watch it, but I saw the thumbnail. And we talked about whether I mean, basically, the biggest issue is grown men out there uh, worshiping fifteen-year-olds or whatever the case may be, for who are rich and really have no history in the sneaker culture whatsoever, and basically just bought their way in. But I also, Correct? yeah, but I also think the other thing is, is that Tony, like, with all these kids, like, it's it's almost like when other, even with other, when other kids watch them, like, they think that that's. Real life. Reality. It, it, Reality. And they think that you can just go into Flight Club and spend $10,000 and that, that's a normal thing or that your dad buys you a Ferrari or, you know what I mean? Like, so, and it, it just like, to me, it seemed like a bunch of young kids with a lot of money that just wanted attention. And that's fine. But, but, but honestly, Ryan, like with that, I mean, this is what you got to think of it. Multiple. This, this, that's what I'm saying. And that's like, I understand where you're coming from, but like, it's like we get we're getting the blame for that. I mean, look at sneaker shopping complex. They go and spend even more money than we're spending in these videos. But then also, on another thing, it's like a lot of people don't just look at a thing as reality. A lot of people know their reality and search through our videos to live through us. But Tony, and that's how life is in general. People watch reality TV show because they and they live it through but, what they see. But here's the thing, and I think there's a I think there's a big difference between people like you, I'll say Kais. Teddy for certain, um, Fomer. and and Fomer and uh, Mike Rich and guys like that, um, even even other podcasters. And then there's a difference between like Blake Lindley and Win. Blake Win. Win. Wait, Blake Lin Blake Linder and Blake Win. That's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Blake Linder and together. Blake Win. Yeah, and there's a difference between them. Who it? I feel like sometimes like they just want to be cool like they just want to like yeah but see so here's the thing you're going to get three different opinions on this show as well my thing was never to blame the kids for doing we what never, they did I, we never blame my the kids thing either. was blaming grown men for worshiping the and it's not even so much uh so wait, wait this is george speaking right yeah this is george yeah. okay so all right so my right. thing is not even it wasn't even what's the win it wasn't even win it was uh, yeah. uh money kicks yeah, oh, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like that's foolish money that that family has. Ain't good for them. You know what I mean? That's not me hating on their money, thing like that. But people coming out, and and when I say people, I mean grown men worshiping a fifteen year old or whatever it is, 
for buying his way into sneakers and never, I mean, prior to, I don't even know how he got into it, but prior to when he got into it, you know, we're already grown. So adults coming and worshiping someone who's 15 just for being wealthy was the point that I was trying to make in that show. Simple may have had a different opinion. Greg may have had a different opinion, but that was my opinion. Yo, okay, so I, I just I just hope to hear like I understand that's like I, I get this point. I'm probably one of the least people that do that do this. You guys have problems with with things I do. I pr- I'm just pretty sure there's things I've done that oh, yeah. you guys think you know. Like me, Ryan told me, and we'll touch on that later. <laughs> but I want you guys to tell like I want you guys even if it isn't associated with me with things you see that's wrong. And I can I know these guys personally, so I could probably give oh, you a good understanding of why these things are done but like you said grown men lining up i i never seen it happen i saw it happen in london one time when money kicks and i'm gonna tell you this when money kicks had the line of grown men that it wasn't even a it was it was because he brought out like a heavyweight champion boxer and once the boxer left the crowd the crowd died down you know what i'm saying right that's it um usually money kicks has people around him like fat joe he has these other people that are not even associated fully well fat joe is kind of in sneakers but right around him so that draws these crowds you know what i'm saying so you see it that way but i mean it, in all honesty when the when those when the when the boxer went away it, it died down like that's just how i saw it honestly so let's so then george gave his point this is greg so my my whole thing was i'm talking about worship i'm talking men and kids i personally i'm the only one on the show who has kids i have three kids i didn't appreciate and i think it probably went downhill for me at at um sneaker, con. sneaker con bay area now going back to when we first talked to you when i first talked to you i had only seen about two or three of your videos i wasn't that familiar with you as i think ryan might have been so me conversating with you was completely organic i didn't have anything bad to say about you and even at the time i didn't have anything not bad i didn't have anything to question about you or kais or anybody else uh that was so that was my perspective talking to you and this is genuinely and i don't know how you feel about us this is genuinely we talk about how we like you we do like you now once we conversated i started to watch your videos i only watched about five six different youtubers mike rich you a few people and i started watching yours and they're progressing and they're progressing and i'm gonna tell you when i don't know which one was before whether it was uh dr J- John Galipsky. Yeah, or, I know what you're saying. I mean, I don't Ryan know. told me so. The doctor video. Right. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if it was that. Which whatever happened first, that one or the Kool Aid, where I just said, "Where is Tony going with this?" And I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, "Bruh, I, this is absolutely corny and crazy," and I don't understand where he's going for it. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But okay. I'm just explaining to you. That's why at that point when we first talked to you, I didn't have any type of questions like that because that wasn't anything that was even on my mind at that time uh, ryan knew who you were i knew you from a few videos and that was it it was interesting to just to get to know you and the stuff that you said was actual substance content people could take it and run with it do what you got to do it was a great talk one of yeah. our best talks and george wasn't at that one at that time great talks now fast forwarded it seems like between that time unless we just been paying more attention to it that sneaker YouTubers have just like risen out of the, like the phoenix, just come out of the ground. So have sneaker podcasts. 
and sneaker like, podcast have just come out of nowhere and it's just like now this jumble of what everyone likes to say content with a lot of without substance that's how i look at it when you did your video today and you're talking about different content and branching out that's what i want to know from you just the first question do you feel like a lot of stuff you've been putting out lately, which you've said to yourself has been obviously repetitive, do you feel it's content still? Or is it just a repetitive thing that you just now have gotten into? It's content. What I feel like it is, though, is the same thing that Casey Neistat had a problem with when he made his video about doing vlogs every day, where it got so simple and it got so, it got so like, computerized. You know what I'm saying? Wake up. Ah, video of the day. Ah. I ain't got shit to do. Let me go down the link tomorrow and just point my camera and shoot. And point the camera, go shoot, come back home, edit. There's my video for the day. And then that's the amount of uh, views. You know what I'm saying? It got to that point where, oh, unboxings today. Okay, unboxing. Then it's like, oh, review. So, like, my day was like a scheduled job. Right. And that's where it got to. And it. And I'm not saying, like, tomorrow is just going to wake up and go. I got to sit back and I'm going to still put out my content and do the best I can, but at the same time to start grabbing different things out the tree, different apples and oranges. Like I gotta grab from different fruits. I was just grabbing just grabbing apples the whole time, you know what I'm saying? And if it was just me doing it, if it was just me bull kice doing it, or if it's me bull kice ray ray or four or five people doing it, it's fine. But when it's like fifteen people all chasing the same thing and substance and content, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get bad. Yeah. So I feel like it, it got to the point where it was just so crazy and then as you said people risen up it, it became to a point where it was easier to gain that huge fan base um faster you know what i'm saying like people like bull they, they you know even kites 10 years in the game but then you got the new guys like you know blake lynn blake Leonard, who pop up and, and shot up in a year they already halfway quarter way to a million you know what i'm saying so let me ask you this because that's actually a question i was going to ask you a few minutes ago is for you guys that actually the work in. put the work in and like built what you have from the ground up and this is your life like this is your livelihood this is what you rely on to pay your bills so do, i mean does it bother you at all that that there's these two kids who literally overnight through no almost like seemingly no effort at all compared to what you guys had to put in are at the mm -hmm. same level that you are does that does that bother does that bother no. any of you guys at all Nah, because one, one for one for all, I've, I've I've felt the hatred and the hate from people that were older than me that were not happy that I came up out of nowhere or I you know I grew, grew. That was one part. The other part is those kids blow up overnight. That's fine. I love the process that I had to go through. See, there's something that a lot of people don't understand, and we're always related to to like with rap. Back in the day, you had these rappers who would come, you know, back the first single drop. They had this um, music video shot. They have a, you know, looking mace, you know, um, bad, 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 bad boy. Like, look, right. like, look like it's a million dollar worth of episode. Yeah. And then they fall off and they start doing videos again. And they like, and they mama house recording. And it's just the quality and everything's dropped. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. With me, I, it's like if you compare it to a rapper, I was started from nothing on a small camera. Then I got to a bigger camera. I worked my way up. The process, the growth is there. I can actually speak like my story to somebody. I, I have a story that I can speak on, and and you know, and there's nothing wrong with these. I applaud them for being able to get where they where they're at, but I I rather have a story than be overnight, you know, success. Yeah. So then, I when, like. So then, when you tweet stuff out like 
there needs to be a big podcast episode where all the YouTubers can get together and basically, I guess, hash it out. Yeah. What's to hash out if there doesn't seem to be an issue with anything or anybody? Like, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, find it hard to believe that everybody just loves everybody. There's, well, I mean, Greg, are you watching the videos lately? I mean, uh, you know, Dan D dropped the video going in at Sneakerhead. And he's Bay, goofy, you know? though. He yeah, but, he's but goofy. honestly, we think a lot of that stuff stemmed from some of the stuff we did. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of credit. We're not, I, and I don't, credit's probably the wrong word because I don't, cre- don't want to use the word credit when you're trying to be negative about something. But a lot of that stuff didn't start until we said something about it and then people ran with it on social media. So well, what part? What, what are you talking about? Any yeah. of that stuff criticizing any shoe tubers. Now, now this is the thing. You guys are always criticized in comments and things like that. Yeah. We, I'm talking about when I say we take a tongue lashing and a bashing and a beating on social media about what we say about some YouTubers and things like that, it is brutal. All right. When we started going, talking about the ridiculous nonsense Kais was doing and stuff like that and like how it just wasn't of the culture and stuff that happened at Bay. I'm talking a beating, all right? I've been called every single name that you could think of, okay? If I say anything bad about Kais, it's like talking about Jesus Christ himself, all right? Now, I'm not trying to say that we're the innovators of talking junk about YouTubers. You guys have comments. Your guys' comments are 50% negative and 50% positive. But it seems like that all of a sudden now it's become the popular thing to go at YouTubers. Everybody. Um, I, YouTubers I are going at YouTubers. Random people are going at YouTubers. Podcasts are going at YouTubers. Everyone's going at YouTubers now. Yeah, I mean, and I would love to know what in particular is it to go about? Is it about the culture that we like? I don't know. I, I feel like people put us up there like we like we're the, the the reason why the culture. I mean, when you look at everything, you step back and look at everything from like a long step back distance. I mean, sneakers itself is going through something, and if a lot of people try to put the blame on YouTubers, like they're the catalyst to it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. That's I mean, nonsense. well, I don't think so. So we don't think that. Let me let me take a, sec, a step back real quick. First of all, we appreciate you coming on the show because the point I'm going to make right now is some, one person literally lied about not being invited on the show, and a lot of folks won't even come on the show. So we appreciate it. So the point that I want to make is the the issue that we have with different people. All the issues are different. Like the problem we have with Kais is different from what we talked about with you. Like Greg said, we don't have a problem with you personally. You were super cool when you did the interview before. Kais straight up lied about not being invited on our show and said he was never invited. That's a flat out lie. He was invited before any of this stuff ever started and still won't mention our podcast name when he talks about <coughs> podcasts or talking crazy about me. So that's a different issue than, you know, what we talked about with you with just like the Kool-Aid video and the doctor video. And then... Well, also, I mean, the thing is, I would at the end of the day, it don't matter who was Kais or Sneakerhead and Bay or anybody. I just wanted to know what was the problems with like everybody in general, so I can hear those those things and 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 the things that those little things. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not saying I can answer on their behalf, but right. I can. I, I would well, know that's what the, I'm saying. I would, is, the, I would know the answer they would give you most likely. It's different for every person. You know what I mean? Like if if we've talked about someone in the past, it's a different issue for every person. So there's not one issue that, at least for in our opinion, that we can mention. Now, other people, damn D, whoever else, I saw he was getting on Kais about like the rap he put on his truck or something like that. We have yeah. no opinion on that. I, don't care I mean, about yeah, that. we don't care about like, that. So I'll give you a couple opinions of mine of people um, and why it bothers me. 
when okay. oh, real quick now what ryan's gonna say is and i'm not i don't want to speak for ryan he's gonna give his opinions about stuff that's done doesn't mean he doesn't like them or no. we don't like them no um good disclaimer um for instance uh two j's kicks sat down with that us. that was gonna be my other example sat down thank with you us. for bringing that up and told us how humble of a person he is JC, how from urban necessities how grateful he is and all and 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 all these things. Love but, that conversation. But I don't. And, and, and that I, interview is still up. By and the that interview still up. And I love that conversation. And he seemed like an amazing dude. But the then the content that he puts out, coming out of the bank, holding like fifty thousand dollars up to his ear, yeah, the money pretending phone. to call his wife to ask if she wants McDonald's. Like that to me isn't the actions of a humble, grateful, the supreme person. LV stuff. Everything you added up. And so that's my problem. And I'm not saying and and. I've said this about you. You sat down with us. And, you know, my only question to you after that was, you know, like you, I could tell that you meant what you said about you take the fact that you have a, a, a platform to influence and to touch people's lives and to set an example. And, and I could tell that you, that means a lot to you. Like that really does. So my question to you after the Kool-Aid video was, you know, number one, like what did it have to do with sneakers? And number two, like what did it have to do with influencing or what was the point? Yeah, that that, that was all. Like what was the point? Like what? Well, was... I mean, okay. Well, first of all, I mean, if if you if you watch my, you probably have not watched my channel, but like way back yeah. in the beginning, I used to I used to use I've always done like characters and just had fun with skits and whatnot. Yeah, that's just what I do. I mean, I'm a funny guy at the end of the day. Like my personality is what got me here, not just the sneakers. Yeah, and that's why like you take the sneakers away, like I would still get a certain amount of views just because people want to see what I'm doing, just because of that. Like, and a lot of people that like who came up in the beginning when I when I was first watching YouTube, it was just about the sneakers. And I'm not talking about any, taking shots at anybody in particular, but a good example, Scoop. You never see Scoop's face. You just see the shoes he shows in front of you. So if the, if the shoes die, then the whole channel dies. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And I always wanted to be about me and the sneakers and my thoughts, my opinion. Like That's just how it was. And people gravitated to the person I was. And that's why I've always been funny. And at the same time, I thought I went to Rejuvenator and saw that all these videos is, hi, how you doing today? I'm going to show you how to unbox, uh, clean these sneakers. Step one, like that typical bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to do something different and make it funny. And and, and guess what? It worked. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it got views. It wasn't, it, it's not like, I mean, me cleaning a pair of sneakers isn't going to, isn't going to cure the culture or anything else. What it's going to do is going to give people a good laugh. And at the end of the day, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to, you know, show them that this is still a good product. Cause at the end of the day, the video cleaned the shoes. Right. Yeah. We, so that's what it was. We know Steve, Rasunator, we know all of them. Like we they've been on the yeah, show I know. plenty of times. Now, like you said, I wanna state that I have never ever said or implicated that you guys are ruining the culture. That's impossible. Or that you guys yourselves as people are bad people. Like we don't think you're bad people. Like there I don't are, think Kais is a bad person. No, I don't think but anybody's has, a but corny moments yeah i mean that's the thing and, and, that, and th like well, the, the but my, my thing is what is it what is what's the word corny like what do you just what's the definition to that of you like lame like it's a lame thing to do i guess it's more of like a corny is like 
pointless, lame. Like, I'm going to tell you, the getting in the Kool-Aid thing, I'm sorry. That did something to me, and I don't even know why. Like, it just... It was so weird and unnecessary. Was it? So and considering the conversations we had with you, I was like, why on earth is he doing this? Like, it just didn't resonate to sneaker culture. Now, if your entire video would have just been strictly, we're just getting in Kool-Aid, you know, I, I, I didn't get it. And maybe, like you, like we've said, it's not for us, but it's constantly out there. And people love to tell us, just ignore it. Just it's it's. Well, out there. you do know that I made a video about it being like the Kool Aid thing, and then I made I think it's, I think it's two different videos. But the one is me dipping the shoe in there. I think right. It yeah. was like a Kool Aid bathtub challenge, and instead I said, you know what? Let's try the product itself, dipping it in Kool Aid. So I mean. What point here is the corny part? Me getting in the Kool Aid or me dipping well, the shoes? So, in well, there, hold on, hold on, getting a second. in you it, getting in it, it, getting in it, and drinking it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Let's just talk about in general, just attention with Boonk and who all these other cats. Like, do you not have a problem with what some of these cats do just to do it? I mean, yeah, but I, that's a difference when you're doing it to people, stealing people's phones and stuff. I mean, I'm just doing something in the in the in the, conf, the space of my own house. For the hell, it's for just for people to laugh. It's not like I'm, I'm. It's not like I'm like right. I'm no, I'm not degrading myself to for views. I didn't like, mean I it de- like in a malicious way. Like obviously, them dudes are clowns. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like obviously, an issue today on social media is just what Greg posts all the time. I don't know if you want to say it. What you call what? Uh, people seeking attention. You posted it on a million times. It's the biggest drug in the world right now. Oh yeah, just intention in general. And I feel like. That wasn't now. Obviously, and we're not trying to tell you what to do. And I would—I don't hope you don't think like we're trying to tell you. You shouldn't do that. You can do whatever you want. But when we say something is a certain way, I have no problem explaining it or talking about it. And I'm glad people ask. Like you're asking why that's corny to us. Now we're not your core audience. I don't think we're just not that. No, and I, mean, I feel I like do. I feel like you doing that is it was strictly for attention or i don't i don't know that, i, I is, want you is, to explain it is, to the me thing i don't get is that's what that's what youtube is about it's about the attention of your viewers and your subscribers that's right that's what i'm saying and, and, and the difference is like i stated it's not like i'm going out in public diving into like a river or some shit like where i'm getting trying to get attention of multiple people all these people that you're saying like that George was saying or whatever, you know, those people are doing stuff in public places, right. running into stores or whatever. Now, you guys are saying, you know, I was ending off with the public thing. I mean, the end of the, the end of the game is like I'm not like I'm not the type of guy who really like is going to care like if something's cool or if it's lame to another man's eyes. But at the same time, that's why I'm, I'm just asking, like, what defines it as corny? Because it's like I, I just would I would never call call what somebody else is doing for for their own fan base corny just because i don't know it just it was just something i wanted to, i wanted to know so okay I, well, well so i mean i just part of the part of it is probably just being older so that's i'm gonna just say that's probably part right. of it because i'm i mean, old, i'm yeah. an old man i so. think you're too old for that <laughs> that's how i put it as well nah. i don't know how old yeah Tony you're is. too old for that i don't know how old okay Tony wait, but is, let but me let me say something if i made him if i was an actor in a movie and i did that that's is that different a, is it how's it different 
I mean, that's you're acting in a movie. I mean, I don't know. I guess you I get. Guess I mean, not. you get paid from YouTube, so I guess I'm assuming you do. Okay. I don't know. I'm not gonna count anybody's pockets, yeah. but I'm assuming you get paid from YouTube. So I guess if you wanna take it at the point of acting, I'm not trying to like convince. I you. I know, but I'm just I'm just asking. I mean, look, wasn't I acting as a doctor? <laughs> I'm act like I'm myself, but at the same time, I, I I'm a character in a, myself. Like that's right. That's what I'm saying. So like. At the and, time, like, will, so, I, will but, I go take a shower and will I make a vlog? Like, what's going on, guys? Yeah, man, I'm going to take a shower real quick. Right, right. And then hop in a fuck, you know, hop in a bathtub of Kool-Aid. No, but if I'm having a fun video where I'm acting or portraying something, right. then I'm going to act stupid. And like, I just is, did a video smoking black and mild with the yak, and I'm in a suit looking like a fool. But it's me playing. That's that's me. And at the end of the day, you can look at any – you got act, dudes dressed up like women. But they get in that shape. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> now, now, now. What you just told us right now, I, I, like I said, we're. I am not trying to convince you that to believe what we're saying at all. I'm telling you the appoint, opinion of it that we thought when we saw it. Now, you explaining it how it was that you're just acting because technically you do get paid. That's a very good point. And I tell you, know what? Okay, I'm fine with that. I can accept that and say, you know what? It might not be for me, but his purpose for that is he gets paid. Yeah, to do but I it. still got see. But I still got another question about that. But but don't but don't but don't make it seem as if like oh like that's the main the reason why I get paid to do it. at the same time. It's no, a no, balance no, no. Between, It's a balance between getting paid. It's a part and getting and getting and getting a growth in this. Like at the end of the day, if somebody's laughing, I'm I'm having a good time. Right. They're not. They're not. They might. They're laughing at me, but I want them to laugh at me. It's not like they're laughing at me where it's an embarrassment. Right. Back to the attention issue. So I understand you're talking about acting and whatnot, but is literally the only reason that you were doing it just to get views and clicks and likes? Like, is that the only reason? The reason why I did it is the same reason why I'm in the situation I am in now. This is George speaking, right? Yeah, yeah. George, I can just sit here every single day and give you a basic review and, and vlog, you know what I'm saying? Or I can switch it up and do something different. Am I going to just do a typical rejuvenator spray and show you it pouring over like the same ones you've been seeing multiple times? Or am I going to act a little crazy and stupid with it to change it up and make it unique? Right, right. I'm you not judging you. I'm just asking. Well, no, I'm saying I'm asking. That's, that's the thought process that went in my right. head. I can go with this generic rejuvenator spray video and right. me you know, pouring some Coca-Cola on right. it. Or some ketchup and then wiping it off and saying ta-da. Or I can go extreme, make a bathtub full of Kool-Aid, do the acting like I did on the first video that some all these people loved over two almost two million views now, and do it again. And then I mean, at the end, it was like, why not do something just stupid? Right. I mean, it just it is what it is. And I'm I am fine with accepting that but i'm saying I'm, the goal was basically to just have views i mean that's his goal as a youtuber i mean the that's goal his was to goal. give something different than what's the typical thing i mean views is also a thing uh george you saying is it all about the views no it, no no i mean it, i think you like, an, i think you answered the question i mean it's just something that you know what i mean like for it's, it's not for me thing. i'm, like, I'm I mean, an old man it's not like, for me you know what i mean I mean, yeah, it's like the same thing. It's like the same thing with you guys. Is it all about the listeners? Like, yeah, in some aspects, but at the same time, you want growth. You want people to tune. You're gonna have to do it different. You can't just sit there and talk about different things. To it, to a certain point, with me, yes, but but it's but like I said, I'm old. It's different. I don't care about being famous. I don't care about any of that stuff. It would be nice to have like a supplementary income. 
to supplement what I make as my regular job. But I didn't start doing this to become famous. Like we just did this, or at least in my opinion, I did this because we just like having fun sitting here recording. You know what I mean? Like we I'm not trying as, to be yeah. a famous person. We did it as an excuse to get together one day a week and drink beers you know, and talk shit. So that might be a lame excuse, but literally that's a true answer for me as an but old man. What you're saying, I have no problem with accepting my opinion on it as you know what, that's just my opinion and what you told us, I can accept that. I'm fine with it. Like I I get it now. Like I'm fine with it. I get it. I need to realize that it's just not for me and that you're doing it for another purpose of doing something different. We've talked about sneaker cleaning videos all the time. I, I swear if I see another person squirt chocolate and ketchup on a sneaker and clean it off, because I'm sorry, we're too old. Nobody's squirting ketchup on their shoes and chocolate and cleaning it off. So you're doing something a little different to pro provide entertainment. I get it 100% and I'm willing to accept that and I'm glad you came on here and talked about that. Now, Actions, which I'm going to assume that you are fine with and defend based on your comments on our post that we made, you're fine with people. Well, wait, if you go on to the next topic, let me ask him something else first. Fine, you, you can talk about the sign in foreheads, right? Right. All right. Let me ask him one more thing. Hold on. Guys, 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 guys. I know my, my thing's probably delaying right now because I'm walking to the front gate, but I'm just, I can hear you if I delay responding. I'm saying, you know. No, nah, you're good. Right. So the question, just, the question I just want to ask is, was there ever any thought to like with the Kool-Aid thing or with the doctor thing to doing maybe something for charity where you're, you know what I mean? There's an actual good cause you're doing a comedic, comedic video for. You, uh, you mean like some other type of video? Yeah. Like, like yeah. Like I a mean, new those thing. Things kinda just, those, those things kind of just pop up randomly for me. Like I'm like, like I'm, we sit here. A lot of us sit here and basically sit and think all day about what to do and then it not work. But then, wake up one day and say i want to do this and it get a million views like that video didn't i didn't even put i just kind of thought about what i wanted to do but it was all you know just Organic. uh what's it called where you just you know the comedian stands stands up and just talks uh it happens a lot when they're acting uh, when stuff oh. just comes out yeah yeah um, improv improv yeah go. improv yeah yeah improv it was just improv and and it and it, and it got me the most amount of views of, well yeah on the channel right and man you good? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying uh, to find this door, Dad. So Go going to another topic. Um, okay. The And I'm just going to base this off of what I've seen you comment on our page before. Um, okay. You are perfectly fine with, in this, these are adult men signing the faces of children. No, I'm not uh, with that. And I, if you did read the comments, you would have known that. Yeah, but you, you said, but you said NASCAR people have been signing titties forever. Yes, but you can go read up above that too. What I said about that was stupid as fuck. <laughs> signing a face of a okay. kid. I did state that after. Okay. I did state that after, but I said that it was stupid. It was stupid when Kais did it. I would never do that. I don't like it. It looks bad. I told Kais it wasn't a good idea. After after seeing it, I didn't see it happen. Right. I saw a picture, and then I saw that picture on your page. And what I didn't like was that, like, you guys, a lot of the times will say here, sit here and say, you know, like, you, you'll see him like, yeah, Blake Wynn's a good guy. He does this and that. Does this and that and this and that. But, and then just go in. After that, straight just going in, talking about this person. You know, but you'll use that. It's, it's kind of like that stuff, that shit where people was like all the time, like, man, I like you a lot, but, and then you just tell them why. But, like, it's, it's like you throw that in there to make it seem like you're not 
hating or had no problem with the person. And nah, that's what I was saying. Selling the selling his collection or whatever for the Vegas thing is something that should be applauded, no matter who does that. That's something. But that, why isn't that never? Why is that never like? Why can't you post? We did those pictures on Instagram. I didn't post the pictures, picture? but we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we on talked the about show. it on the show. Okay, well, I'm just saying I never seen a picture posted about it or nothing. Like all I see on the picture, on on the you know pictures is just stuff. Like I've seen the John Geiger thing. There's nothing really. It's just nothing very ever positive. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, I, and may, may, you know, and and I can be wrong about picking and choosing because it happens to us all the time. Where people just pick and choose on us as well. Yeah. But, See, and that's one uh, thing that bothered me about uh, what um, <clears throat> Kai said on whatever when he was talking on the Sneaker Box podcast, and he on, he only gets tagged or attention brought to him if we say something negative about him. And I think the same goes with you or anybody else. But we like we have given praise to every YouTuber in their own right for their content, for their editing, for. Production. Their production for a lot, like so, for him to say that we only ever take shots at him, like, is untrue because there's a lot of other things that we've said about him in a very positive matter, like, j- like, but there, like, there's a good and bad in everybody, and there's like good content and there's shitty content and everything, like you said, like you're trying to do a video a day. Some of your videos aren't going to be what other ones are some of them might suck some of them might be boring some of them might be corny some of them might be great you can't you can't hit every single day yeah i'm here okay so now yeah i'm here i'm, I'm here. gonna I'm here. say this and this is because this is just me as a person growing doing the podcast and just me as a person i'll admit that sometimes i get really wrapped up and upset and stuff that might just be unnecessary and maybe a little overboard i'll admit that now, I have posted positive things before. I posted positive things about JC Urban Necessities when he had that story about the kid who passed away or, or was sick or something. I posted that on our page. And I think, and I'll say this about myself, I have no problem talking about myself. I sometimes get wrapped up in the thought to make sure that everyone knows that we have no problem talking about the stuff or posting the stuff that people talk to with each other. Like, when we talk about this stuff, like, people think that we're calculatedly, like, we're calculated. We're trying to find bad stuff. No, I'm not trying to find bad things. The secret to podcasting is 80% of it is stuff that the world does, and the rest of the 20% of it is stuff that we come up with and just having the chemistry and personality to discuss it. So you are right to an aspect of, like, you know what? If I'm at the point to where I'm going to post something negative that Blake Wynn did, then I should post a picture to do it because... The YouTube following and social media will get more a lot of views for it versus like depending on somebody going on to hear it. I'll agree with you with that. And as myself, I'm going to start posting more things like that that does happen. So I take that from you and you're 100 percent right on that. Now, I just feel I just feel like honestly, like it's only like <clears throat> it's only if, if only things are being shown that is negative, then is, is there, there's no way hell that, you, you know, that people are going to eventually be like youtubers sneaker youtubers are not that bad i mean because honestly it's been this negative stuff for forever now it's just getting bigger and bigger with it though i mean See, and it's not, I, I'm not i mean i don't know it just i just feel like it's just gotten to the point where it's just See, everybody and that's the, trying to find something the, the thing that i have with like the word negative is like you know, I mean, I guess it's negative. It's it's how I honestly feel when I give my opinion. Like, 
I come here to tell how I feel and what we discuss when we're not on the show. I would feel ridiculous. And I've heard this from other people that these conversations take place, that everybody's talking bad about everybody over here. But then when they get on their shows, when they get on the camera, they don't say this stuff. That's what I'm getting. And I can tell you this as well. I get a lot of DMs from people that I see hang around you guys, people that are like at SneakerCon in that realm, not just people that go DM us and say, you know, hey, I got a brand and stuff that I got to protect. But, man, you're 100 percent right about this person. Oh, that person is so this in person oh, all the time. And yeah, I mean, and, and, and I'm sure you know I, it. I, I, I'm sure you got I'm sure, you know, people around you guys talk about you guys and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, all all that all that bugs me is like everybody's saying like that this shit is fucked up, this is that, but nobody offers any solution. If it and the main thing is, and I don't, I don't even like to talk like a big bad guy, right. but it's just the point where it gets irritated. It's like if you don't have a solution, then just shut the fuck up. If you have a solution, bring it to the table and let's make it happen. I'm all about making things right and working, but there's so many people that want to just yap yap in the back. Just say you're like if somebody has a problem, like you guys had a problem with certain things, you speak on it. But like, it's so many of these people that I hear these stories. There's a lot of people that's in your circle, or there's people that know you, this and that. But like, nobody wants to step up and say, Tony, it's me, bro. I have a fucking problem with what you guys are doing, or what. And it's like either that or just start pinpointing people out. Don't. And and, and, and I know I'm going on a broad aspect, but it's just like people. It's just like people saying something like, man, black people are this and that. It's not all black people. It's not all white people. It's certain people. Right. People are just targeting a massive group. And we are, it's a lot of us. It's a lot of us now. It's a lot. It's not like how it used to be. So when you say the word YouTuber or sneaker YouTuber, you're associating everybody, whether or not you use the word big YouTuber, you're associating a lot. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just feel like people need to be direct about who they have a problem with right and we we do that but i I, when we say we're gonna talk about kais today we talk about what he did him dressing up a woman talking about you ain't got no supreme dick i'm sorry man nah nah (laughs) man no nah that ain't happening because i know that i know that no no i know you're not i'm saying that that's what we do but we get a lot of flack for doing it like i don't understand why everyone not you but people give us a hard time for saying how we feel. It's like equivalent to like, you know, I was like some this girl. I'm not going to say her name. I would say it, but I don't know. I, she'll say I'm stupid for saying her name and she'll say I'm stupid for not saying it. So it I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What girl? So she On the called comments. me every single name in the book because I had a little issue with another person, which was so stupid. It was so dumb. Now, she will talk junk about us because we, if you want to say, talk junk about other people. But then I'll look and she'll post the most hate, like talking about Kevin Durant. He's a douchebag snake. I don't understand what's the difference of us bringing it to the forefront, showing our faces, talking about these specific people versus people talking about people that they don't know. It seems like it seems like people have a problem with people talking about people that you can touch. We can go see Tony D at a sneaker con. It seems like everyone's okay with talking junk about athletes and the president and everybody else from afar. But if you talk bad about somebody that you have the opportunity to reach and touch, you're insane. You're monsters. You're negative. You're this and that. But then they'll go on a rant about Trump, rant about Durant, rant about the Cavs, LeBron. They hate LeBron, blah, 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 blah. 
but let me say something about them to their face or not even to their face, just in public or social media. It's insane. You're monsters. I hate you. All right. Like, I mean, well, I mean, I, I can't speak on that behalf because I don't I, right. I, I don't see the I don't see the hate that comes there. But what I can say is that one thing is that you guys, you know, you've spoken on false idols and this and that. But by but in a lot of the podcasts you have and are in a, a good amount, you touch up on sneaker YouTubers in those those podcasts. So like you're only fueling that fire of these like them make, making us more than what we are. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't look at us as, as some big time celebrities or something. I mean, I, I have a, a, a nice following, but I, I never I haven't taken that step yet where I don't even call people my fans. I call them my sub, my supporters. Right. It Which is what, is it what is. we try. But to. like but by you guys like every other video talking about Kais or talking about Nah, it's not every other, other video. It's rare. Well, it's a good it's a good amount. It's there's enough. thumbnails with Kais in it and there's thumbnails with Oh yeah, you're right. Blake Wynn and I mean oh, right. it, it's you know what I'm saying like it, it, at a certain point you you start you're making the helping fuel that, you know? Because honestly, with me, people that don't matter to me, that people that I don't find, like, like I don't think they live up to what other people say about them, I don't make videos or talk about it. I just ignore that shit. There's plenty of people who think they're the shit, but to me, they're just nobodies, or, they're, or what they do is corny, so I don't even pay them any mind. And I, I feel like there's bigger news than sneaker YouTubers and sneakers. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you, you are right, but we stay away from like political topics and stuff like that. Anyways. I mean, we're basically talking about sneakers, pop culture, sports. If something like that happens in a sneaker culture realm, whatever, we're going to talk about it. I mean, that's the bottom line. That doesn't mean we're talking about it negative and it just means we're giving our own opinion. And I mean, let's be honest, like in the past three, four years, you still there? Not phone phone cut off. He'll call back or something. Could Anyways, be. I don't know if he's coming back or what, but we could text him or whatever. But I don't know. We, I mean, I think the conversation thus far, or as of right now, has been pretty good. I I appreciate Tony coming on. I, uh, I, obviously, certain people who are arguing with us this week will not be coming on because they're scared too. So it's and it's and like I said, conversation. Every single person in the community. I don't care if you got one follower, zero followers, or a billion followers. You can come on here and talk sneakers and hang out. Like, we have no issue with I don't that. have a personal problem with anyone we've dealt with as a human being because I don't know any of them. So, you know, people talk crazy on social media or whatever. Feel free to come on the show. We can talk it out. If you don't want to talk it out, I mean, and you aren't bothering with our show, I don't bother with your show either. So, All right. You back? Hold on, guys. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, like, you know, I don't want to hold you too long because right. we're – yeah, you got food to eat, and we're we got uh and uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, you want to wrap it up? How you yeah, want to do it? Yeah, no, final we, thoughts, whatever you think. Yeah, I mean, like I just want to say, like I said, I we appreciate you coming on, talking to us. It's uh, it's fine, and like I don't know how you feel about us. I don't even know if you care about us, but and I know that it well, might, it doesn't it matter because he cares might, enough to come on the show. So right. that so that's enough. And I know you might think it might be a little disingenuous to say like, hey, we like this guy, you know, but this happens. I mean, that's just kind of it is what it is. I, I can tell you who I actually don't like in like, but it's not you. It's not anybody. It's just, hey, that's the type of stuff that right now is kind of leading the culture. And maybe we do add fuel to what a lot of other people already think. But like I said, I, a conversation. And like I said, the things that you just said, some of the stuff changed my opinions a yeah. little bit. I feel like, oh, OK, 
Like, that's fine. He came over here and conversed about it. And, you know, I'm going to do my best to highlight some more of that positive stuff on our social media versus just the stuff that we find ridiculous. But I have one more question. I mean, I can tell you that. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I can't I can't help it at the same time. But drama sells. And I mean, that's what it is. I yeah. mean, my car got broken into and it got 200,000 views. So I understand. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's going to get to the point where I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 what, what happened, you know. People are just constantly going at all the shit that we do, and then when we're no longer there, what else are they going to move to? You know what I'm saying? Who else? I mean, is I don't know. We'll, I, we'll see when it gets to that point, though. All right. But I have one more question before before you go. Did you write the entire No Line at Your Booth song, or did the other people actually write their parts? I wrote my part only. You wrote your part only? Yeah. I figured you wrote the whole thing. Nah, nah. It would have been better if I would have wrote the whole thing. <laughs> Would have been better. That's Simple's favorite song, by the way. In it's in, a catchy in tune. History. It's a catchy tune. <laughs> but I also yeah. I also got a bone to pick with you about that. But we'll save that for another show. Oh man, we should have talked about it today, man. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until he just brought I didn't it even up. Talk about it real quick. Yeah, oh, go ahead. No, I mean it's not a specific thing. Just the fact that like, it to me it seems like more humble brag or rubbing it in or whatever you want to call it, and just. I guess the fact that even that you that Kais is even involved in the hip hop world to me is a joke. But and like, who and who is it directed at? It's probably not a well, bone to pick at with Tony. To be honest, just well, no, a no, bone no. to pick in general. It's it, this is the thing that video and that song is sort of like what you just kind of said about us. It's like, hey man, we're just talking. This is fun, but there's a little something to, behind. Like there, there's no line at your booth. There's a little something in talking to somebody. It's like, but we're just joking, fam. We're just joking, guys. We're just doing fun. And when we say, hey, man, we really like you, but it's sort of the same realm. But that's, so the, 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 the thing about the, that whole song, though, is that during the time and even now, YouTube was all about diss tracks. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was all about diss tracks. That's what it was. So we, we was in L.A. and we said, let's make a song. We got the time. Fuck it. Let's make a song. So we went in the booth and we just talked about the YouTubers. I mean, honestly... Like if people got hurt about it, it it's, it's like a, it's a hit dog will holler at the end of the day with that. You know what I'm saying? If they really took it personally, then it is what it is. I mean, I never, you know, but I mean, I can only well, say well, that. Well, hold on, hold on. So, who, so who did take it personally? Because I'm actually kind of curious. Look at, go look at the videos and who reacted yeah, to it. Some people oh, they did. It. Oh, okay. All, all right. <laughs> And and but it, isn't it? I had isn't no it, idea. Isn't it funny though? Like because we've said stuff like it as a general thing like about pictures that we thought were corny or whatever isn't it funny like how many people th- like think it's directed directly at them it's like well there can't be a hundred of you that think it was directed directly but at that, you see, because that's the thing. if you think well, it was thing, directed towards you it was directed towards you but, the, but the i don't care like, I like care. the thing is like i just like it, what, what the difference is here what then what i said because i don't want it to sound contradicting but it's like we were talking about all sneaker. I'm saying that we were talking about all sneaker YouTubers. Yeah. Where when you say sneaker YouTubers, you might not be talking about. You might be talking about in particular. Yeah. So I was speaking on basically everything everybody has ever done. Even me, like I'm joining myself. I don't always have a line in my booth. No. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm going at myself a little bit. Like I mean, you know, I've done giveaways. I've done my my views are getting low. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like right. shit. I've, I have I, I have you know, noticed that like some people's views like views have gone down. Well, wait, like, hold on. That... This is a good segue to a better question <laughs> then. So what why do you think that Kais has the biggest following right now then? Well, he doesn't. Money Kicks is about to beat Kais, I think. 
Oh really? Oh, all man, right. He doesn't even count. Like I can't. Hey man, I don't. Look, I yeah. don't. Man, that little. I, I'm sorry, bro. He don't count, bro. That's just. It's not Kais, fair. Kais brought. Kais brought YouTube to sneaker YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Beforehand, it was not really much. It was just a typical hi. There's this shoe. The quality of this leather. It was like very robotic. And you know, even at that time, I had my. I was doing my thing as a personality, doing personality and type of stuff like that. Right. But when he came, he brought the vlog to it. He brought the personality type. You know that that to it, and that's what it was. He was doing it for ten years already, right. but he brought that into it. He brought clickbait. We didn't even know it. It's like he. It's like it's like uh, like when God, you know, made Paul. It's like when God made you know the world, and then he started putting all this evil shit, and then and people we started looking around. You know what I'm saying? And started doing clickbait, which was evil. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. He, I mean, it made stuff blow up at the same time, but. It, at the end of the day, I think clickbait is kind of at its all time. It's kind of bad now. I don't even care about clickbait, like because I still click it. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, I click it. Like wait a minute, this wasn't about that. I don't know why I do that. But <laughs> anyways, like I said, we getting ready to. Uh, we gotta actually go. And well, well I, before we go, real quick, tell us about right. the Phoenix merch and what it's for. Because I I saw on your. On your Arizona, your Arizona merch, because I saw on your IG that you're making Arizona merch. So, are you coming here? Or do you have a date scheduled here, or is it nah, just Arizona merch? It was a merch? big failure. Um, I was coming out there. I came out there already. I was out there at the guest list sneaker shop, and um, I ended up. Um, hold on, hold on one second, man. I was coming out there, and I and I missed it. The merch didn't make it in time, and then I failed with that. And now I'm just releasing it online. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Where did you order the burrito from? Um, uh, Carolinas, Carolinas. Oh, oh man, that Carolinas is bomb. You get butter tortillas? <laughs> nah, just oh, a regular burrito. Oh, their butter tortillas are fire. All right. Yes, hello. What? Okay, I'm coming outside. I'm coming to the gate. You stay right there. I'm coming to the gate. All right. Hey, we'll let you go, Tony. Uh, all right, guys. I we appreciate, appreciate it. Me. I'm sorry about that. Next time, we'll you know if you ever want to hit me up. You already know what it is. I'll be there, sir. All right, later. All right, y'all. All right. Yo. Uh, we got a special guest in the building. Sneak this podcast. We got the homie D Nice of FBCC Bay Area. What's up, guys? Uh, thank you for having me on tonight. Oh, of course, man. Um, just real quick, uh, and I just want to say this, you know, and I'm not just because you're on here. Like, I'm a fan. I'm from the Bay Area, you know, so I'm a fan of a lot of the stuff that you do. It's like clean, crisp, and new ideas. The backpacks, everything are always fire. I tried. Thank to, you. Thank you. I tried <laughs> to cop. Well, actually, I didn't try to cop the VV one. What happened was, I seen your video where you said a few more pairs went online. And I'm not gonna lie to you. When I went to it and I saw that 3.99, I said, Oop. like, I ain't got it right. <laughs> All now. right. So wait, give a little bit of background first before we get into this. Not about the well, situation, I, I want him but to about give his background. Okay. Yeah. About like who he is, what he does, so, all that kind of stuff. Tell us about a little bit about you, real quick. All right. Yeah. So um, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Uh, I'm, I only live in the Bay Area now because I was in the military. I was in the United States Coast Guard. Uh, before I joined the Coast Guard, I owned two barbershops in uh, Brooklyn and Queens. And then I gave that up. said, let me, you know, let me try something different. So I had a bet with my sister. I said, if I don't make it rich by 25, I'll join the military. Because she, she had joined the Army at the same age. So uh, I didn't want to do the Army. I found out about the Coast Guard. It was more law enforcement based. So I went that route. Um, they they uh, shipped me after boot camp to Alameda. So I was in Alameda. I was on a, a, a ship. Uh, we call them cutters. Big big ship. Uh, fit about 180 people. Um, finished my uh, one year tour there. Then went to training school. Became operations specialist. 
uh, that's that's your rate. I, I became an E6 after a couple years. After that, I just decided, you know, like man, I got this talent in me, you know, and I got I got you know I got two daughters, and I you know I don't want to ever tell them yo chase your dream if I ain't never chased mine. So I said, you know what? I put my papers in. I said I'm gonna get out, and I'm gonna really just try to go hard with this fashion and shoe thing. So I got out of the Coast Guard in 2014, July 14, 2014. And then September of 2014, I was at the Fashion Institute for Design and Merchandising in San Francisco. I graduated this past June, uh, opened my own luxury boutique, uh, came out with the Valor Victorian shoe. Fire. Um, then the Jetpack. Um, that's just a fast forward of everything. But I've been customizing since 1997 when Ooh. I graduated high school the first time and I when I went to college, I just wanted to be different from everybody else. So I said, you know what? What could I do to be different? And I, I met, I ran into this kid that used to work for DJ Clue named Drew Cartier. And he had painted his Jordans. It was the 13s. And he, it was the red and white ones. And it was the Olympics that summer. And he had painted the uh, blue on them. And I was like, yo, where did you get those? He was like, no, nah, I painted them. He showed me the paint he used. And I think that was the last time he ever painted a shoe. But after that, I was hooked. So I just started painting shoes, painting shoes. And then came like 1999, 2000, other people started painting. So I was like, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? Because one, people who started painting was actually super nice artists, like drawing portraits on shoes. I was like, I couldn't do that. You know, I was good with flipping the colors. Right. So I said, I need to do something to top those people who actually had that, you know, who could paint pictures on shoes. So I just started, um, I learned the cobbler trade to add fabric to shoes to take shoes apart and stuff like that. But like I said, come 25, nothing really popped off with that. And that's what made me go to the Coast Guard and then get out. And then, you know, we're here now where I've already dropped my first shoe, got uh, like five more designs ready to go in the sampling phase. So now this is just where I'm at with it now. I just want to continue to make luxury sneakers, bring it back to quality. Like, it's too many knit shoes. There's not enough shoes that we can just really go out with with the jeans and stuff. Like, because I can't wear knit shoes to go out to like a club or a lounge or anything like that. So that was like the motivation force behind why I wanted my shoes to be high quality leather. I only use the best leathers, best suede from Italy. Right. So, you know, that that also is also the price point of my shoe. But everybody who purchased my shoe, they said I should charge more for it because when they get it, they're like, wow, this is like real quality. And they're comparing it to their Gucci sneakers and their Louis Vuitton sneakers. And my sneakers are better quality than those. You know, even my backpacks, Louis Vuitton backpacks are vinyl. Vinyl is plastic. It's a synthetic. My backpack is six pounds empty and it's real Italian leather and I'm only charging 350 So when people who actually buy quality shoes and know and they get my stuff, they're like, wow, I can't believe he's only charging this much. So they see the deal that it really is and they're not thinking about the price. But, you know, like if you usually just buy regular Jordans and stuff like that, like my sister's shitting on the Jordan that's $400, right. the premium. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? The see, quality, that's the... they, them ain't even real leather. They charge 400 for that. And you know Nike is paying like $5 to get those made. Oh, that's you know, so I'm just trying I'm just trying to, like, I listen to you guys as a podcast, too. That's the funny thing on YouTube. And I noticed, you know, I see how you guys are not like the hype beast podcast. You guys are just real sneaker enthusiasts. Like, you guys really love the game. It's not just like, oh, what's hype for the moment. So that's why also I'm glad that you guys had me on the show because that's the same way I am. I hate hype beast stuff. I just wanted to just like what you like. Buy what you buy and right. stop trying to fit into this game because it's going so awkward now. It's it's just very awkward. There's like too many leaders <laughs> in the culture right now that have no business being leaders. And you're the valedictorian. We had a sneaker event out here and a Ruben, who was the owner of Roughneck Clothing, he was actually wearing a pair out here and I seen him in person. And I mean, the quality on them is fire. Like I'm waiting for the Christmas drop, the reds. Like 
I want yeah. I want the reds and I want the black joints. Them joints are fire. And the ones well, the- you're, you're going to be surprised when you see the Christmas drop. Because like I said, I didn't I didn't want my shoe to be more than four hundred dollars. No matter how much it cost me to make it, right. I didn't want it to be more than four hundred. So the Christmas drop, you know, I know you've seen the you've seen it. You know, it was red and had all the python on it. Right. So for the, to make that shoe, the one that you saw, to make it is going to cost double what it cost me to make it, what it cost me to make the other ones because snakeskin, like you got to buy the snakeskin separately and snakeskin is expensive and the snakeskin is only enough to do like one snakeskin costs like $200 and you can only do two pairs of shoes with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a lot. If you come so out I here, figured out a of... way around that to still make it better. So just the front toe box part, the uh, suede, where the suede is at, that's going to be python, but the shoe is actually going to look better because it's going to be red leather and red um, tumbled leather and suede so I'm gonna play with the textures, and it, and like the one I have now, that's my sample. And I notice that the more I wear it, I don't like the way it looks over time. Right. And I don't, and I, I ain't like that. So I said I'm gonna throw the let's throw the red Italian leather and the red tumble leather on it, and then the red Italian suede, and and keep it at three hundred ninety nine dollars, even though it still has snakeskin on it. Can't wait. Like I'm prepared now. Like I'm mentally prepared to see three ninety nine. <laughs> I wasn't mentally prepared yeah. to see three ninety nine on the other one. I was like, oh, these ones gotta be like two ninety two. And I seen the three ninety nine. It just kind of threw me for a loop. And I was like, well, I'm not ready yet. But I'm ready for them. Red yeah, ones. yeah. No, I, I get it to some people. They're like, oh, man, I can't do 399. But once they see it, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I can see why, you know? Yeah, because so they're for, it, they're for take people time. They're for grown men. Like, they're for grown men to wear. Like, they are fire yeah. with jeans and everything like that. And I appreciate you doing you, something different for the culture. Right. So and you got to think about it. You know, people are spending $800 on socks with, with rubber soles, you know? So right. I'm like, I'm giving you straight up quality Italian leather, <laughs> less than what you're paying resale for some Yeezys, you know? So, um, you know, let's actually get right into the reason we actually... Uh, Hold on. Social media. Oh, what's your social medias and yeah. stuff real quick? Yeah, and why is it private? Oh, yeah. You got to go... You gotta <laughs> I was about to ask the same question. You got okay, to so. go accept me so does I can that, see all that, stuff. Wait, does that go right into the next question? Is that why? Yes, it actually is actually going to help out that question. Okay, uh, so my uh, social media is FBCC Bay Area. And the reason that my page is private is because when I used to do customs, China used to... Like, I my, my customs would get posted on Nice Kicks soul collector and then a month later um all the chinese bootleg sites would have uh fakes of my shoes gotcha you know so i was like mm-hmm. so i stopped sending my pictures to nice kicks and all that then i made my page private so now if somebody you know requests me i look at their page so i know you know what i'm saying if they look like the overseas china you can tell a fake place that sell the fake shoes so i just automatically block them right. so i know they're not looking at my pictures because my pictures are nowhere else they and are. then also, when you see Nike would copy your stuff too. So now even the rep at Nike follows me because most people work at Nike. You can tell they'll put like my views is not as mine and not of my employer. And then you look at their page and they only got one product, and you're like, okay, this person works for Nike. You know, so that way I know who's coming. It's almost like this is your house. I, I so I want to know who's coming in there. You know, especially when you've been cop, copycatted and stuff like that. And then with things like what John Geiger did, you right. know, it makes perfect sense why your page should be private. If you're really about being creative and trying to make your own brand, you want to protect that. All right. So so let's get right into that. So I was tagged. Our podcast was tagged on your post a few times by uh, some listeners that we have. Shout out to them uh, and watch the video. And you discussed uh, it's Maggie, right? He's from Russia, right? Yeah. So yeah, he yeah, had, yeah, he's from Russia. So yeah. he had made a bat gang. Uh, like a Jordan 3 bottom, and the upper was original, correct? Or all original. All, all original. original. And then John Geiger came out with the, or is coming out with, or he came out with the 001, right? He, he, yeah, he came out with it in 2016. And when I saw the post and watched the videos, 
you anybody would have to be a fool <clears throat> to think that he didn't replicate that original design by Maggie. Period. And exactly. <laughs> and what and what drove me to even I wanted you to be on the show is because the whole aspect of being creative. I'm sorry. Like there's a lot of things that people can do. You can make money, you can be famous, but I creativity is always yours. It's always original. So it feels a certain type of way to see something that you thought of and came up with and somebody just takes it and and flips it and tries to make it their own. That sucks. But the funny thing is is that this yeah. happens in like literally every way like right. and, and like cuz I told you I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot and he was talking about yeah. I think Carlos Mencia would sit there oh, and, yeah. and, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, the opening bits would like give him his closing lines and then he'd go out there and perform them and the guy's like, "What the fuck?" Dude? Yeah. What am I supposed to do now? 100% facts. And stores like Zara all those places, they've been doing it forever. Yeah. You go in a store like that and find a Z, uh, something that looks really close to a Yeezy or something like that. Um, right. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing, though, about that, like, more, which the, the analogy that makes more sense, the Carlos Mencia one, because you got to think about it, Carlos Mencia, he was still from, like, his own peers. That's, like, right a step next to him. Usually, like, Zara's a big corporation, right? right. Mm-hmm. So you know, Nike's a big corporation. So when they steal from the little guy, it really is – it's what they do, you know, because they're so big. You're not, you're used to it kind of, mm-hmm. but it's just they're so big. But John Geiger's like this guy who fronts to be a customizer. You know, Sue Surgeon does all his customs, you know, but he gets like the credit for it. And then you stole from a customizer. So like, you're not big. He thinks that he's big as, is, is, you know, his ego is crazy. They, they, feed, they feed into his ego, you know, because he rolled with Darrell Reeves or however he got his claim to fame. Right. But his ego is so big that he thinks he's big. You're, he's not Nike. His whole complaint is that Nike told him F off, you know, so he, that's why he's like too many no's, not enough O's and all that is because Nike gave him all the no's like, yeah, no, you're not this. You're not this creative that you think you are. We don't need you. And he let him go. And then Darrell Reeves let him go. So now he's doing his own thing. But you're like literally like, you know what I'm saying? You're like a small guy stealing from the next small guy next to you in a community that's so small that he, you know, he thought he was he got away with it. Right. And the funny thing is, I gave him, this is why I, that I went back, because I gave him credit for the shoe. Like, if you go back a few posts of mine, like, well, more than a few, but you go back on my page, I was like, you know, shout out to people like John Geiger, you know, Independence, who's pushing, who's trying to come out with designs that's rivaling these big companies. I was like, you know, look at his shoe. The shoe is quality. It's 575. And then I'm people are like, that's too much. I'm like, this is why it costs that much. Because people don't understand when you make your own shoe, you got to get the mold for the sole. And that could cost you anywhere from 2000 to 7000 And that's every size. So that's yeah. a size eight. I think a size eight and a half. I think no, no matter how you feel about the LeVar Ball thing, the, the big baller brand yeah. or whatever, I think that did a lot of good for explaining to people how expensive it is to build yeah, but I'm gonna I'm 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 tell you the, the truth about the LeVar Ball thing. See, because I'm in the manufacturing. So, okay, my shoe, I had to pay an Adidas design because I don't, I don't do sneaker sketches. So whenever you do, I do fashion sketches because that's what I went to school for. They didn't teach us shoe sketches. So I had an Adidas freelance, a guy who worked for Adidas, he had a freelance design. He had to make a tech pack of my shoe. So I gave him the design. He had to put it on a tech pack, which is basically a sneaker blueprint. So that sneaker blueprint, it goes overseas to either Brazil, Mexico, China, and they use that as a contract, and they use that to be able to understand the language because it's in their language, you know, of just the numbers and the metric system. So when they do all of that, then they, they'll make you a sample. Now, that same person hit me up. The LeVar Ball shoes, the first ones that he made, 
those shoes only cost him $13 each pair to make. And the new ones that he has with, with the big big baller brand black, those shoes only cost $12 to make. Man. So that first shoe was only the $13. Knowledge. We getting the knowledge, the real right now. Yes, he 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 only pay, and this is straight from the manufacturer. I I can send you the DM from from the designer and tell you how much he's paying for them shoes. So I already knew what Lavar Ball was doing, right? So it didn't cost him that much to make it. It only cost him thirteen dollars a pair to make those shoes. The shoes are all plastic, and the real story is the shoes was too heavy. That's why that's why after one game, um, uh, Alonzo wasn't wearing them. They was too heavy, and then so. Since he wasn't going to wear them because he's like, they're too heavy, they had to switch. And the way they switched was it went to Brand Black, and Brand Black gave them an existing model, let them put their logo on it. And then even that shoe, when they made it, they didn't even make it right. My my buddy, uh, Phil Good Threads, had to paint the shoe all black. Because for the commercial, that shoe he's wearing is painted. That's not even a real shoe because they had to rush it so fast. Yeah, see, that's uh, and that's stuff that a lot of people don't know about. And we wouldn't know things like that because we're not in the business of that. All we see is, yeah. we all we see is, you know, LeVar Ball talking, shoe comes out, $400, $500. Well, right, but but the, what I was talking about was someone wrote an article about paying for the molds and the different sizes because it's something that people don't yeah. think about. So th- these comments here actually really enlightening as far as that goes because I was under the impression he was like 20000 in the hole just for the design and the molds for all the sizes. I didn't know it was that cheap. Yeah, well, well, uh, Levar Ball used an existing mold. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that was like a, 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 yeah. a one of the uh, one of the Adidas Kobe. One of them. One yeah, of the you Kobe know mentality it was, it was, yeah. or something. I told you it was that shoe. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's what made them you know move off of that. And the shoe was way too heavy. Like, and nobody's gonna get that shoe now. <laughs> <laughs> was it so? W- was it an issue with the? Uh, um, trademark or something like that? I mean, I know this is no. going off the top. Okay, but. so check this out. This one thing people don't know. Like, Souls, he could use that soul all day. As long as, as long as he didn't say that's real boost, he can't get sued. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like if you look at Shaq's, all the Shaq shoes are copies of Jordan's. Right. So, like, one of the Shaq shoes got the Jordan 3 soul. One of the FUBU shoes got the Jordan 3 soul. The soul... And like even like the whole solar stuff, they can't you can't sue for that unless you put the team the person's logo on it, like Nike, Adidas, and, and stuff like that. So you could actually make a sneak and have, have the same exact soul as Jordan Three. You can't sell it as this is a, a ear unit, like whatever the way Nike calls it. Okay. As long as you don't uh, you don't infringe on their trademark or their patent, you can use the exact same soul. And a lot of these uh, overseas manufacturers, they have soul factories where you just go in. And, and, and say, okay, I, I want this sole. I want this sole. Like, if you look at most luxury sneakers, they all have a Margon cup sole. They don't have the same sole. Like, Bape was using a Nike Air Force One sole. That's you know, a fact. even I, with my shoe, people are like, oh, it's the same sole as a Balenciaga Speed Trainer. I had my sole before they even came out with their shoe. You know, but now that they're more popular, you know, it's the same sole. But I got it from the sole manufacturer, which it's a generic sole. And I went that route because if I would have did it the other way, my shoe would have been $700 because I had to open up all these molds. So I said I want to keep it. My whole thing was making a super luxury shoe without trying to overcharge. Like every, most luxury shoes you see, even more plain than mine, are $600 and they look like Stan Smith's. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's what Gucci's are pretty much, Gucci's right? are pretty yeah. much look yeah, like they're, Stan yeah, Smith's. They're exactly Stan Smith's. And they're like, why is this shoe $900? It's just the name. And it's not even like it's good leather. It's the same as the Stan Smith leather. And it's heavy and uncomfortable as well. Uh, exactly. So, you know, back to the John Geiger thing. Uh, yeah. The, the, the main issue that I had with it, and I took... You know, I don't want to say offense to it is because I remember a complex article that I read with him 
and how he ripped into another customizer about making their own version of the misplaced checks or misplaced whatever. Checks. <laughs> and it was a mm-hmm. uh, big A. And big A Customs. Big A Customs. He ripped into him about stealing his selling making his own version of it. Now, I have like so I'm going to just read real quick for the listeners exactly what John Geiger said in that article because the Big A kicks or whatever Big A Custom, Big A whatever. Well, wait, before yeah, big, he, big A Customs. He yeah. gave Shoe Surgeon and John Geiger the credit for when he made his own version of the shoe because yep. the John Geiger version was 500 and he made a version for 200 and he mm-hmm. said to them that he gives them credit for it and the fact that he knows that it's their idea now what John Geiger said John Geiger basically said he said and this is a direct quote from him he said this guy over here is making the same shite as me he says, I don't even want you guys to print anything because you're just giving him attention. It's weird to give someone props and then take their design. I'd rather you just steal it and pretend like you didn't know it. His comment. Now, his comment that he said about the uh, Bat Gang 3 that Maggie made. Basically, mm-hmm. he stole it and he's trying to ignore the fact yep. that, that he stole it. He's trying to pretend that he had no idea that. Not that it didn't exist, but like that he had like there's no way and reason why his shoe looks exactly like it. It's not even <laughs> resembles. It's the exact same shoe. It's same ridiculous. Shoe. And I don't like when people like you gotta make sure your house is clean before you right. jump out the window. So when he jumped out the window on on Big A, that was like yeah. that was trash. So your quote exactly. and your credibility is trash after that. Now he's more than welcome to call in and talk to us about it anytime he wants. Like, I don't know him and I'm not gonna technically accuse him of it, but if you look at pictures, like no one's stupid. Like it's just ridiculous. Like it's dumb. Um Oh no, it's not it's not no technically accuse him of it. It's exactly what it is. It's like there's no it's like if you it's there's no other shoe that was made that looks anything like that. So there's nothing you can say that's like, oh I got my inspiration from this or I got my inspiration no, you stole it exactly. Even the whole point to where the collar looks like a Timberland collar and it's got the little piece of the shoelace uh, holder that hangs off, almost like the bag, you know, the whole thing that it was inspired by. It's the same exact shoe. It's like, this is the thing, this is the thing that I hate with the sneaker community is that people just don't say how to, they feel no more. Like, straight up. I'm like, yo, look, you stole it. And the same thing you just said, I said the same thing because I know Big A. Big A is from New York, too. He lives in Florida now. And he's been doing the the customs and the fabric to it probably uh, almost, probably a little bit after I started. So he's been doing this since the late 90s as well. You know what I'm saying? So when he went at Big A, Big A's not no, like, little kid. He's not scared. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, first of all, you ain't going to do nothing when you see me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, And then John Geiger was telling him, yo, you need to make a public apology. Like, yo, come on. Like, you want him to do all of that? So now, when we address you on exactly what you just said, you printed out everything. You read exactly what he said in the, in, in the, in the article or whatever. But you did the same thing. And then you try to say it's foolish for us to say that, <laughs> that his shoe line looks anything like a Jordan Custom. Like, foolish? Like, see? And then you he gets these young little kids. They go and they go, go you know you know, uh, try to defend him. Like, what are you defending? This guy doesn't know you. He does. What does, what has he done for the sneaker community at all? Let's be a hundred percent honest. Every year I do shoe drives for homeless people. I feed homeless people. Thanksgiving, Christmas, I give them clothes, give them shoes. 
What has he done? I give away free shoes all the time. Kids don't get to school. I buy him shoes. Like, what has he actually done for the sneaker community? Nothing. He comes in. He he acts like he's this big, you know, super celebrity when he's not. He acts like he's a super creative dude. He's not. And and everybody, like, sweats him and it builds his ego. But like you said in the beginning of this thing, like, we got people in this sneaker game who who is, like, you know, people are praising them with, like they're leaders in it, and they're not really a leader at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing with the, where the sneaker game is going now. It's all about how many more followers you have, how much hype you have. Like people ask me, why do you care? Why do you care? You know why I care? Because don't nobody else who has this many followers is ever going to say anything. And that's the only way to let, get people like him out of the game. When somebody's like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I don't care if Nice Kicks don't post my stuff. I don't care if Soul Collector. I don't care if No Sneaker Blog posts anything I do. I don't live that life. I'm from the 90s of the sneaker era. Before it was social media, I'm going to get mine through word of mouth. As long as I make good quality products, I don't need no hype from no websites. I sold out the Valley Victorian with no websites saying, yo, he's releasing this shoe. No hype it's going to be all. limited. None of that. It was People no hype. flew. People flew camped. and camped out for a shoe. And it sold out in one day. And then when I did the the the, the, re, the restock, and I let people pick their size, sold out again. You know, and right. this is with no hype. This is just because people genuinely like the shoe, and that's what I want. I don't want no hype. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't own no Supreme, and never will. I just like <laughs> stuff that I like. I don't like to look like nobody else. Right. And see, that's the thing. Like, and and that's the whole purpose of like building your own brand and being who you are and unique and everything. Our podcast, we just got through talking to, you know, a sneaker YouTuber, Tony D. I don't know if you're familiar with him. And Tony D too wild, right? Yeah. So we yeah. we say exactly how we feel all the time. Like you said, there's a lot of people who don't want to say how they feel in the culture. Like a lot of times. And people with a following like you have messaged us plenty of times and said they 100% agree with us on particulars we talk about certain people but they can't say it because they got a brand to protect and blah 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 and i wanted you to come on here and get that out like it's nothing wrong with calling a spade a spade it's nothing wrong with that like and the fact that it's proof like the pictures are insane and i don't like when somebody goes back like i said that quote him saying that like he'd rather you know, just steal it and act like he didn't know about it. That is like damning. Like that's just like, ugh. like it makes you a snake. Like so, to take a step back real quick, because I'm not hip yeah. on Geiger. I mean, I know who he is. I know he started out as Revis's buddy or agent or manager, whatever people want to call it. But what was it called? The misplaced check because because people freak out when you call a swoosh a check. Was is it called that because Nike didn't sign off on it? Is that the whole reason behind it or? Uh. No, the 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 reason why he did that, he just was like, yo, I'm a, you know, put all of the, cause every, you know, everybody calls the swoosh a check, right. you know, that's is what people been calling it. So he just called it misplaced checks, cause he's putting extra checks on it. But now, since all of this stuff is going on and he's, you know, he did what he did, I got something for him. I'm gonna drop my own custom probably this weekend. It's called the uh, rearranged swooshes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call it the rearranged swooshes, and you know it's gonna look just like his. But only I'm not gonna address it. I'm just gonna steal it. <laughs> and see, that's the thing too. Like you said, people get mesmerized. People get mesmerized by the fame. You see him hanging out with Wale. You see him hanging out with all yeah. these people and the following, and you know his clothes. You see all this stuff, and people 
find a reason to try to defend them and be on their side. Like I, I like you said, he doesn't care about these people at all. Which no. I'm not trying to say that he should. I'm not trying to say that he does, and I'm not right. trying to and I'm not trying to say that he needs to be out here giving to the homeless or doing anything. I'm not gonna say that. he can do whatever he no, feels that, like. That's something you do that's in your heart. You right. know what I'm saying? That's not that's not who he is. I don't expect none of that. I'm just saying like a lot of these cats, they be it's like uh, like false idols. Like why why are you defending this person? <laughs> Like false why? idols. That's exactly why? what it Just is. Be, I like a, I like a, I love Kanye West, <laughs> but I'll be the first one to tell him like, yo, this dude is tripping. Like, yo, this or this shoe is ugly. Like, I'm a fan of your shoe, but if you make an ugly shoe, I don't happen to like the yellow zebras or the white zebras. I think they look childish, but I still buy whatever you make. Hey, that Greg, you, just made, shoe. you just made Greg sad. <laughs> he got hey, sad face. Hey, no, I didn't. Uh, chill out. No, I didn't. He got sad face. Because they, they said Greg ain't like the yellow ones, so they put the gum bottom on him. Oh, no, that no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, Greg liked it the whole time. I liked the yellows the entire time. Which I don't know why. Ryan hated it, and then once they put a gum bottom on it, he immediately. Oh, yeah, that's it. it turned the fire emojis. It turned the flames. It turned to every single yeah. sneaker emoji on earth. <laughs> um, but but you but you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, like, I get it. Do that. They're like, like see, that, no, you, that's what's it's missing. It's okay to say I don't like something my favorite person did. You know, Bruh, We say that all the time. We just got through talking to Tony, and we said just because we say something we didn't like that you did, it doesn't mean we don't like you. Like I'm sorry. Like you said. I think a lot of the clothes Kanye makes is hot garbage, but I love Kanye. It's like homeless clothes. It's just yeah. homeless. But I love Kanye. I you love do. his music. Me you too. Don't, I don't know if you love, love him his as music. a Yeah, I don't know if you love him as a person. You I love his music. As a person. He's a little off right now. He's a little misplaced. Check himself. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's still but, Kanye. But his music, you know, his music is music. His music like, is fire. You know? Make some moves. So uh, just real quick, you know, before we get off, because we're actually going to uh, wrap up at the studio right now. Uh, do you rock yeah. anything other than your own brand? Sneaker wise, yeah, like just sneaker wise. Just recently, I bought the. Uh, I haven't been buying sneakers in a while, but I just bought the Kiss Pippins, the um, okay. the ones with the uh, the Chimeras. Okay. So I just bought those. I just bought the LeBron 15s while I was in New York. The Ghost ones, them things hurt. I got. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? The 15s was like they squeeze. I wore them to the doctor's office yesterday. I thought I was gonna pass out, and I ain't have enough pair of shoes in the car because <laughs> the, the the battle knit on it is so tight, and my foot lost like I lost all the blood in my foot. <laughs> so, wow. But but I love I love Nike. I'm kind of tired of Adidas. Like I, I love the NMDs. The Ultra Boost has been the same exact shoe for the last three years. Facts. Um, and you know everything they're doing with the NMDs now is just terrible. The R2 is terrible. Facts. They're making too many colors. Every weekend is not even just Adidas, Nike, everybody. There's like 20 shoes drop every weekend. It's just they're oversaturating themselves. I don't know they're if they're playing the, as, I don't think the R2 that. Prime Knit is trash. Trash. No, I don't think the Prime Knit R2 is trash. The shoe, the shoe isn't um, trash. It's just that like every weekend when we talk about what's coming out, it's like 15 yeah, NMDs. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Jeez. Like, yeah, we talked about that. And then the pattern. The pattern that, you know, the, the lines going dash, and then oh, they yeah. try to make so, stuff that look like the Yeezys, but not the Yeezys. It's like they bootlegging themselves, but it's like <laughs> taking away the allure that they built up for the last two years. Right. So, okay, so when you go about making a shoe, what, what sole are you using? Are you using a sole from Balenciaga. a shoe that's already He's a made? You no, know, okay, so when I, made, when I made my shoe, I had designed, I had actually designed a whole different sole, and I had it on the, the sketching, and then when I went home to New York, uh, uh, last summer, everybody in Brooklyn was wearing Harachis. Like, and out here in California, I don't know about Arizona, you guys in Arizona, right? Yeah. 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 So, but everybody, where I live in California, nobody really wears Harachis. Like, you see them here and there sprinkled in. But in New York, 
everybody was wearing Hirachis. And I was like, yo, I think the Hirachi style sole will look sick on it just to bring it back together. So I hit the same design up. I said, yo, change the sole we got and give me a Hirachi style sole. So I had a whole different sole. It looked like a Hirachi style sole. It was a little bit different than the sole I have now. But when it came to production, because, you know, you get to sample, a couple months goes by. So when I went into, it was still a generic soul, but it looked like a Hirachi soul, but not a Hirachi soul. But when we went to go in production, he discontinued that soul and only made this soul that I have now. But my next shoes that I've already designed, the shoes, the soles are completely different. They're not on any shoes, you know. Um, so it's just like the more money you make, then you, now I'm, I'm going into building. So now I got like the glow in the dark soul, because I really want to do for Kanye's birthday, since the shoe is inspired by him. His birthday's in June. My birthday's in June. I want to do like a, a honorary pack where you do like a blink colorway, a net net colorway with the glow in the dark soles. So I want to do something like this and come in like a box set. I just want to do something just real creative. I'm just really trying to bring fun and, and, and you know what I'm saying, fun back to the sneaker thing. Like I'm like first come, first serve. No bots, no <laughs> line, you know, no raffles, none of the jump through the hula hoops. Like I, I'm just trying to bring it back to the you old gotta school. You got to skate it out of the store, skate it out the house. <laughs> <laughs> like like so now i don't know if you're willing to tell us this but how many pairs do you make uh, oh did i make up the the shoe just now yeah okay so the so the uh the veg tan ones at the grand opening we sold 130 pairs okay. and then we sold 130 you're building the shoe yeah, from the ground then, up right Yes, on the ground, it's all me. That's a lot of pairs. When I did the uh, when I did the uh, the restock, when I did the restock, John, we sold another 130 pairs. I could have sold more, but this first colorway, I wanted it to be because I still have people hitting me like, "Yo, every day I get about 10 people DM me saying, yo, you, can, I know you said it's sold out, but do you have any in the stash that I could buy from you?'" So that's just the best 10 pairs. So that was 260 pair right there. And you do the math, you know what I'm saying? Why should I be customizing Jordan's note anymore? You know what I'm saying? When yeah. I could literally in one day, like PayPal froze my account. When I when I, I started taking the pre-orders because people was like, yo, we want the um the veg tans and you only let people in the store buy it. What about people that live you know out of state? I said, okay, bet. I put it on my website. You can pick your size and I'll make you know I, I said I was gonna do 60. I said I'll do 60 because I wanted it to be special for the people who actually flew out and came there. You know for that because this is supposed to be the most limited colorway. So I did that and uh like I just went to the supermarket. And I looked at my phone, and it just kept going, bloop, 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 bloop. And I'm looking, and by the time, I had 67 orders in, like, within an hour. 67 of, of the Of the, of the, the restock from my, from my website. So I looked, and then I tried to, um, I went to pay for my groceries at the supermarket. My card was declined. And I used my PayPal card for everything because all my, uh-huh. you know, all my business money goes to PayPal. And I'm like, why the hell is my card declined? I got a lot of money in my PayPal account. So, um... I paid with my other, my regular bank card. And then when I looked at my emails, it, it said PayPal said uh, they put a restriction on my account because I had like $50,000 in like a day. That's crazy. And that's a discount. So they made me refund everybody. Wow. Oh, wow. So, so, yo, that's why I don't deal with PayPal with my shoes no more. So they, they was like, they put a restriction on my account. And now mind you, I already had $80,000 in my PayPal account before this money came in. So when this money came in, I couldn't get to my other 80. So, so I said, listen, I just made a shoe that organically, it, it, it exploded. And this is the pre-orders. It takes four weeks for the shoe to get made and shipped to them. PayPal said, well, we don't allow pre-orders. And I'm like, that's BS because I did it on a backpack. I had no problem with it, but backpacks didn't make this much money, I guess. So they said, okay, the only way you're going to get 
the restriction of your account is if you refund everybody. So I had to refund about fifty some thousand dollars in orders, right? So I sent everybody an email. I said, listen, PayPal don't allow the, the you know, the, the pre-orders or whatever like that. I opened up a whole new website. I just built a website in 10 minutes. I said, listen, you can go there, buy it. I'm going to hold your spot. Now, me, I'm thinking, I'm not going to get these orders back. People might be like, you know what, I'm cool. Right. And then it went triple. <laughs> yeah, I went triple of what I just did on PayPal. So I was like, that's PayPal. I ain't got to worry about it. Now I got a whole different website that just deals with Stripe. And money goes right into my regular bank account, and I'm That's good. Tough. I'm never doing pre-orders with PayPal. Like, they even put a restriction on my account. Any money that comes in, they take 10% and hold it for 90 days. Like, for what? Like, yeah. PayPal, you make too much money. Stripe is they, definitely better, but they do some shady stuff, too. They do. I agree. But it's better than PayPal if yeah. you make too much money and it yeah, freezes right. your joint. Because they did it to me before when I invented Soda. I made like 58000 in one month off of my Soda, and they froze my account. And I had to prove why I shipped every order and all this hula hoop stuff. And I'm like, listen, I don't work for you. Like, you work for me. You take a percentage of my sales. Right. For, to, for, you know what I'm saying? So all it is, I was like, I'm cool. I don't deal with them no more. You know, That's but funny. I mean, the like, more of the story is if you be creative, you do, and you do you do it right, and, and you, you come out with a good product, you don't have to work for Nike. You don't have to work for Under Armour. Because I used to work for Under Armour as an independent contractor, but, like, I don't want to be a boss. I, I mean, I don't want to have a boss. I want to be a boss, you know? Right. Like, I don't want to have to check in the work. I did 11 years in the military, and before that, I was my own boss. So the only real job I ever had was being in the military. So now it's just like continue this. Continue to keep making great quality stuff, being original, not a Geiger, you know, <laughs> and basically just either the sky's the limit. But I, like somebody said, you know, he has connections. He's going to get you blackballed. I said, if you think I care about being blackballed and you got me twisted, like <laughs> I don't even care if you post my stuff. You know what I'm saying? We get that all the <laughs> like time, they yeah. say, good dope sell itself. Uh, uh, that's a fact too <laughs> we get that all the time too like in the stuff that we say people like oh sponsors people won't mess with you blah 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 i don't care man this is my creative I, platform and i tell y'all keep doing exactly what y'all doing you know what even if y'all ain't got all of the extra subscribers on youtube that right. all these you know all these other dudes got but y'all got something that's genuine it's organic it's authentic i just listen to like three of y'all podcasts i had watched your podcast before i even knew who y'all were Cause I, you know, I think I watched the one with Cor. I think Corgi, Corgi, Corgi shoe. Did uh, I do yeah. one with him? Well, he hasn't been on yet, though. But we have no, one with yeah, uh, oh, so one of the ones I was talking about. Y'all was talking about Corgi and talking oh, about him yeah. and somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all yeah, was talking about the heat, the heat exchange, and there's some. I, right. I watched a couple of them, but I watched one before. And then when Beto was telling me about y'all, I was like, oh, they look familiar now because I remember watching it on the YouTube. But y'all got something that's real dope. It's organic. You know, like all the other stuff, it's just the same. It's like, ooh, it's like they're promoting, the, it's like they're working for Nike or Adidas. They're like, ooh, look, let's talk about boots only. Let's talk about this only. Like, y'all really got something authentic, and I feel it, because, you know, I, I, I know when I see something fake. Like, you know, I know the corny stuff as soon as I see it. I'm from Brooklyn. I, I was raised around <laughs> a lot of stuff. And when I watch y'all stuff, it just feels real. It's, it's genuine. So, like I said, no matter what they say, keep doing what y'all doing because y'all got something. Sooner well, or later, people going to find out about it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow naturally. But y'all do got something dope. We, did have, like said, we did have Premium Pete on one of the shows. So, if you're interested in cats from New York, go back and listen to that one. To the Premium Pete one? Yeah, yes. we got I'm, I'm def- yeah, we had Pete on that. the show. So, um, we appreciate you coming on. You know, like we said, you know, we appreciate you being a creative. We appreciate you doing something different. I appreciate you being in the Bay Area. I didn't know you were from New York. 
which is uh, crazy. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming on our show and Absolutely. just giving us the time. Like, you didn't have to do this, and you didn't have to wait for us to call you. And uh, we definitely appreciate that. Keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, we know Geiger out here living, you know, living funny. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, funny style. that's between him and <laughs> everybody. That's between him and everybody who worships him. And like we said, yep. if Geiger ever wants to have a conversation, because I know you're willing to have a conversation with him, you know, yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get trapped. He knows he's caught. Like you right. can't get caught and be like, uh, "What you gonna say?" He's gonna be sound like Trump. Some alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some alternative facts and fake news. So, but uh, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll definitely be in contact. And uh, everything should be posted sure. up in the morning. So we appreciate uh, you coming and. Uh, you know, and, and maybe have him on another episode down the road when a new shoe is coming out or something that we got. Oh more yeah, time definitely. To talk. We definitely yeah, want to so have definitely. you on again when something's gonna come out again. Yep. Definitely, I appreciate it. All right, cool. All right. Man. Appreciate. All right, y'all stay up. Be All easy right. too. And with that, yeah, I was gonna say episode eighty-two brought to you by. <laughs> say don't end the show yet. Oh, but just brought to you by <laughs> Jason Witten. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say at least say the eighty twos. Jason Wynn. What else? We didn't. That was from a that was from that a listener one. on my IG. <laughs> I have no idea. We look for that every day to figure out who we're gonna talk about. I know there's more, but I just can't. Think John right Stallworth. Don't know oh, who that is. Okay. Uh, hockey player. Hockey player. What is it? What does he do? Uh, Come on, Ryan. Who was a? <laughs> who was the? Uh, wasn't the? Who was the? John Taylor was John Taylor eighty two. And that's a sneak disc. The other receiver who was there with Jerry Rice. What number was he? Eighty two. Shows over. People got to remember what num- what who John Taylor is. Shows over. I know John Taylor. <laughs> I ended the show. <laughs> Shows over. Okay. Is this it? Sneakers. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs>